yesterday I celebrated another Mass um, somewhere else after the Mass here in the morning and as the, the man who was organising the Mass stuff was showing the readings to the woman who was going to proclaim the, the first reading for us, she looked over it and she was terribly worried for David because he'd, he'd fallen in such a terrible way. The, the adultery and murder um, in this, this episode with Uriah and Bathsheba, she was like, oh no, what's, what's, what's going to happen to David? What's, what's wrong? And so we had to comfort her and say, no, it's okay, it's okay. He repents tomorrow. <laughs> because yesterday we saw that um, David fell and, and got in with Bathsheba, and then today we see that it's, it's a bit of a... Confronting thing that David receives, Nathan the prophet comes and reveals the Lord's message to him, um, stirs up David's anger against this unjust man, but then David realizes that he is the unjust man in, in what he has done to Uriah. But when we face sin, or even when we see sin in others' lives, we can be so discouraged, we can be kind of really worried about, how is this going to end? Oh no, look at what's happened. If we don't realize that there's a, there's a happy ending to the story, that there's the grace of repentance on offer for us. We can be worried that if David has fallen in this terrible, terrible way, that, you know, what hope is there? How could he possibly come back from this? But in today's reading, we see that God is willing to take him back and God gives him the grace to really turn his heart back to him again. So, and, and even... Of course, you know, we have the, there is always the grace to resist the temptation, but, you know, we in our weakness don't always take up that grace, but there's always the grace to repent as well. And this is why um, we ought not be discouraged when we, when we see ourselves in sin, when we realize our, our weakness and the way that we've fallen. Um, we should still take it seriously. We should still be alarmed at it, but we, we shouldn't be overwhelmed. We shouldn't be discouraged or despair. I was struck in um, the scene in the gospel today where Jesus says to them, why are you so frightened? How is it that you have no faith? Now, there's a certain level of natural fear that they should have in being out on the lake and the storm is raging about them. But he says, how have you no faith? Because if they, if they had to realize that, okay, yes, it's a dangerous situation, but Jesus is with us and he can handle it, then that changes the perspective that they have. So just the same when we find ourselves in the, the storm of our sin, that yes, okay, it's a, it's a bad situation and hopefully we can get out of this and we, we want to find a way, but it's a drastically different perspective we can have when we have faith that Jesus is a God of forgiveness, that he's always willing to, to take us back when we forgive and he wants to give us the grace to repent and you know, especially I would recommend again, we have the grace of the sacrament of reconciliation where God is always waiting for us, ready to forgive us if we're willing to come to him um, and confess. And I just wanted to finish with the amazement that the apostles have at the end of this gospel scene today because they're, they're amazed that Jesus would have this power to control the wind and the waves, to control the sea. He can just rebuke them and they're calm, but really I think it's a, such a greater power rather than just controlling the natural elements, that are the inanimate things, but that Jesus has the power um, to overcome our sin. Jesus has the power to overcome that rebellion and that evil that is at work within us 
and that he can win the victory and bring calm and peace even there.